I'm Will Coleman, founder and CEO of Alto, and I built Alto to put an end to rideshare horror stories. You're used to the total lack of consistency in rideshare. Maybe it's a smelly car or a driver that asks just one too many personal questions. Not anymore. With Alto, you know exactly what to expect every ride. Every Alto driver is a trained Alto employee, and every Alto vehicle is part of our private fleet of luxury SUVs. Say goodbye to rideshare horror stories. Download the Alto app today and use code FOUNDER for $10 off your first ride. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. You had enough of me? No, there's so much more of me to come. Tonight, tonight, I am just so excited to be with you all. I'm. It seems like this month has been so great. It's been so good. I've had some amazing people on the show, and they just keep getting better and better and better each and every day. And there is like this underlying message, but I'm not going to share that with you right now. Um, right now, we're going to talk about tonight's guest. Tonight's guest is Audrey Egypt Young. She is the editor and chief of the Movement Magazine. However, she's she also goes by the name of Egypt, and any many of you may know her by that name. She's no novice to the entertainment industry. Um, her early career, she um, she signed with A and M Records as a rap artist, writer, composer, and arranger. She's she is known and respected throughout the industry as a gifted lyricist with a work ethic that is contagious. She works with some of the most most prolific talents. Her work history, stage performance, and collaborations look a little bit like this. Okay, this is impressive. Jay-Z, Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown, Wycliffe Jean, Faith Evans, Monica, Usher, Wu-Tang Clan, Naughty by Nature, Aaron Neville, DMC of Run DMC, and the list goes on and on and is still growing. But that's not where it ends. That's just part of what she does. She is a multifaceted woman who has a vision and who has the passion to make that vision come to light. So please allow me the opportunity to introduce and bring to you and reintroduce to you once again to some Egypt, Audrey Egypt Young, a.k.a. Egypt. Hello. 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 Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, can Hello? you speak up? I can't really hear you. Okay, hold on. You know what? Let me. I got... Hello, can you hear me clear now? Yes, I can. All right. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm happy you're here. I'm excited to be here. Oh, good, good, good. Hi, your listeners. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and I know they're shouting out, going, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> So now, Egypt, I yes. remember you from the radio. Okay. WBLS. Well, 
No, no, let me, let me, let me, let me just, no, there's, there's another Egypt as well. That's Egypt Sherrod that was on. Oh, that's Egypt when I was, Right, right. See, I, the only thing I did for BLS was I did a promo for Wendy Williams, and she, she ran the promo for like a, a year straight. I did like a oh, promo okay. for her, for her, um, for her radio show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I used to listen to that show. Well, you could not listen to Wendy <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> You could not listen to her back then. I mean, she kept right. you on. She kept you on cue with everything going on, even yeah, her she, own she's stuff. A, she's, mm-hmm, she's a mess, <laughs> my girl. Though. <laughs> yes. Now, um, you, you. I mean, you have such an extensive resume. I mean, it, it, it's amazing. How did you get started in the industry first, and then we'll go into what you're currently working on. Well, uh, actually, I started as a rap artist, and um, and, and just like I got my name back in 1989 to 90, uh, a lot of people always said that I had, like, an Egyptian look. So my manager was like, yeah, people think she's Egyptian. And then that name, Egypt, just stuck on me from 1989 until, until now. Because uh, my, my real name is Audrey, so, but my stage name was Egypt. Uh, I, also, I also was uh, signed to A&M with um, this group called Rossilo. We had this, this uh, song called Cutie, uh, and it was played on, on we did the video in the whole nine, and it was played on um, DET. It was on Billboard magazine. Uh, I mean, we did really well with it. We toured a lot of places with, like, you know, Aaron Neville and Faith Evans and uh, Monica, we talked to a lot of people. I mean, it, it was a really great ride. That was back in like, like ninety four, ninety five. Mhm. Okay. So yeah, and, I started there. Okay, you so started there. Whitney and Whitney's label until ninety eight, ninety nine. Okay. Now, when you. What was it like being in the industry and, you know, starting out as a rap artist? When you started out as a rap artist, did you have um, desire or designs to do more and be more at that time? Well, actually, at the time, I was just consumed with being a rapper because it, it was <laughs> it was very overwhelming because uh, it was like I was thrusted into the limelight, like, and I was, you know, because I was always, like, ambitious. I, I was a cheerleader. I was on track team, stuff like that. So I was always in front of either the camera or in front of audiences all the time. So that was something that was that came natural to me. But as I became a, a rap artist and being in the male-dominated industry, it was kind of – I can't say it was bittersweet because it was, it was a thing where if you weren't a part of a clique – or if you weren't like actually excuse my language, but having like sex with certain people, or whatever, a lot of a lot of times you would only go could go so far. You go outside how good your your, your talents were, mm-hmm. and I came across a lot of that as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I never mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, comprised my morals to you know to any levels of any disrespectful producer or whatever. But I, I have you know ran across stuff like that, but. It, it, it was it was a very interesting time and it was exciting, but I also had a young child because I had my son in 1989, and my okay. son was and I was doing a lot of touring, so it was kind of hard being a young mom trying to <laughs> do a lot of this touring and doing all that stuff. So you know, it, it was it was interesting. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, it was. It must have been interesting. And besides having a young child, my daughter was born in '89 as well. So. I, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, it was a very good year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, okay. So, you were in a male-dominated industry, which we know mm-hmm. that the rap industry was, and they were, um, not. How can I put it? Well, you know what? I'm just going to be honest. They were very sexist right. in the industry. Right, right, right. They were sexist. And it was just, that's just what it was, and that's the reality of it. And being a woman, it was much, it was twice as hard, maybe three times as hard for you to try to make a name for yourself and maintain your credibility while in the industry Absolutely. at that time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So exactly now, right. so being there and doing that and being thrust into the limelight and having to raise a young child, how did that affect you as a person? How did, you know, did it create stress? Did it make it more difficult for you to do this? Or did it just give you the grounding? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it was, it did create stress because at the time I was married as well. You know, I was young. I was, I got married very young. I was, um, me, my mother, my brother and my sister had got a a triple wedding back in 1989. So I was married a young, you know, in, in a young relationship at the same time. So it was extremely stressful because my husband didn't understand my drive and he didn't like the fact that, you know, I didn't have a problem with working, but it's still pursuing my goals. He, he thought there was a problem with that. So it was very stressful on my relationship, not just as a, a, a wife, but just as a partner and as a friend. We were going through it that, during that time. <laughs> so oh, okay. it was very tumultuous. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was very hard for me. I can't, I can't lie about that. It was very hard. Okay. That's interesting. Are you still married now? Well, not, no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> we okay. divorced years later. We divorced like nine and like ninety-seven or ninety something like that. Okay, yeah, because I know that they say when you're in the industry, relationships do suffer a great deal. So especially if you're with somebody that don't understand what you're doing. Yeah, and he had no no inkling or no clue. Not only that, he was kind of jealous. So because I was doing, I, I still remember a, a story when I was doing a show at um in Storms. I forget the name of the club, but Nice and Smooth, the rap group, was there, and um, I was opening up for um, DMC's wife. Well, no, I was opening up. But DMC's wife was opening up for me at Club Scandals. That's the name of the club in East Orange. And um, my husband came in, and the bodyguard, he said that I was his wife. I mean, I was his husband. He was my husband, and they didn't believe him. And Nice and Smooth, one of the, the um, not the heavyset one, Greg Knight, was, you know, trying to talk to me or whatever, and I kept on telling him, you know, I'm not, you know, interested or whatever. So he kind of was like, well, F-U-B, and kind of cursed at me a little bit because I didn't want to talk back to him because he's used to, you know, women throwing themselves at him, you know what I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he got into it with my husband because at the same time when he said that, my husband was coming to the door and he heard him, and they were like, they were fighting all backstory. They ended up putting my husband out. And it was just crazy. Like, I, I couldn't. The scene was just out of control. It was completely out of control. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, I can see so the stress. Just, yeah, it was really hard for me to invite my husband to events because it was always a problem for whatever reason. Okay, so when you stopped rapping or did you stop, you still, or you, did you stop? And when you stopped, no. what did you do? 
Well, actually, um, that was during before I even got signed to A and M. But then when I got signed to um, to Whitney Houston's label, Landlord um, Landlord Records, that was in 1989. I was in a, 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 a all all male group, and I was the only female. It's no anonymous clique. And everything on that situation, it was going really well. I mean, we had got dropped bombs by Funkmaster Flex on Hot 97. The song was doing really well. It was called Feeding Me Get It On. And then, like, maybe within, before the actual single dropped, at the time I was I was engaged to the main, the main, the main rapper. His name was Slang Tun. And he was also in a group called The Outsiders, which Rod Digger was on the group. Eminem was in the group. There was a lot of different... Um, celebrities I was out there was in, in another group with him but he had gotten shot and died in September then at around that same time one of the other members of the, we had it was also a five member group Slang got killed he had gotten shot then Majid had went to jail for something he did like five years prior then as is went on tour with Eminem and the Outsiders so it only left me and Omega and we could not hold down that five man group with just us two because mm-hmm. the single had all these different people on it. So that's what made that actual situation demise because, I don't know, I, I just didn't have the the, uh, the, the, the the fight to, you know, to, to rap anymore after playing got mm-hmm. killed. I was kind of discouraged with the whole scene and everything. So, because he got killed, even out of the studio, as a matter of fact. Wow. So, yeah, it, okay. it, it, it was just a really heartening thing you know, to think about, you know, because it, it just, it kind of killed my whole wanting to, to, to rap anymore. I didn't really want to rap anymore after that. Okay. Okay. I can understand that. So what did you do after after that? Well, I actually, uh, I stopped rapping for a while, and then my manager, Zaki Abdul, he convinced me to get back in the studio and start doing some solo things. And that's when I had met my second husband. And we did a couple of uh, songs together. He and he was a reggae artist. And then I um I did I did some of the promo shots for Wendy Williams for her um, radio show. And then I, I I did it for a little while, but it didn't go where I wanted it to go. So I kind of after that I I stopped uh, rapping after that. Okay. And that was like well in the two thousand maybe two thousand and one or two thousand two. Okay, so you, you had a good run. You had a good run. Yeah, for, yeah, for a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, because um, I always like to try to find out, what did you do to get yourself to a point where you felt like doing something? And what was that something you decided you were going to do when you did get up to? Okay, once and, after you feel... And the adrenaline of somebody knowing your lyrics and, and singing your song with you and having and being on tour with all these different celebrities you see on TV and having so much fun and all that, it's really hard to kind of shun away from that completely. So I kind of started uh, uh, looking into myself and seeing how can I be a part of the entertainment industry but not necessarily have to be in front of the camera. So that's when I started um, getting into um, – because I started with actually – doing some producing of uh, some film that a friends of mine that were doing. And I got into film initially first and then got into the magazine game because it was like a thing where I wanted my voice to be heard, but I couldn't just walk up in e- um, Ebony or Essence magazine and say, okay, I want to be the editor. <laughs> it don't work like that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to earn your way and earn your stripes and everything. So I kind of wanted to create 
my own lane. And I basically just, you know, started teaching myself how to, you know, do layouts and teach myself how to do different things so that I could create some stuff. And it just, it just snowballed. And I already knew a lot of the artists, so it was easy to get the interviews. You know what I mean? So it, that was, mm-hmm. it was just, it, it, it just, it just worked. <laughs> it worked after me. It worked. Okay. Now, what what is the inspiration behind the Movement Magazine? Well, actually, even before I had the Movement Magazine, me and, uh, one of my business partners, Adrian um, Adrian Lynette Harris, she she we did a a, 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 a online magazine called the Queen Team because me and her had considered I called ourselves the Queen Team because we did a local radio show and we were on on the radio. It was like one of those local type radio stations, not like the Hot 97 or anything, but it was a local radio station. And we initially started doing that, and then we incorporated it into a magazine style radio show, which was What Women Want Prom Time. And we did that first initially. And then she had to go to Florida and take care of her mom. So that's when I had to, you know, had to do my own thing. So that's when I just spent it off with my another partner. His name was Rasu, and we created the Movement Magazine because we wanted to address different movements across the country at the same time while we're um, covering red carpets and we're covering, um, you know, different events that's going on across the world, around the world. So a lot of times when you bring on like a celebrity, it'll get their eye. But the, but the content that you're talking about, you can hit them with that after they see what the celebrity is talking about. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. kind of where it actually started from. We wanted to be the voice for the voices, basically. Okay, that's excellent. Excellent. Yeah, because, um, and I, I like the concept that you get the celebrity so that way you get the attention and then the content is where Absolutely. you really get your your your, your reader because Absolutely. they'll be informed and enlightened by someone that they feel that they're familiar with. But not only that, we also created opportunities for like new up and coming people at the same time. Like, so we get an uh, interview with uh, like a Tari. Uh, Gibson. Mm-hmm. We were also bringing like new artists that probably wouldn't get that same recognition on alongside somebody as big as Tyree and, and, and give them the opportunity to you know to be featured. So a lot of times it's, it helps to propel people's careers. It has helped mm-hmm. a lot of different um, individuals, not just not just um, singers and rappers, but like entertainers um, like actual artists. We have this new girl, it's a bone artist. She creates uh, pictures out of bone. Oh. And I mean, that's going to be the next issue, and it, and she is incredible. I can't I can't wait for you to see that issue too, too, because she's very very talented artist, this young lady. So um, I mean, it, it's just a lot of things that we 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 feature and we promote. It's not just the actual artist that's completely out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's good. You have the up and comings, and you have the the little known facts, folks. And that's right. Interesting. That's really great, and it's a it's an online magazine, and it's also a paper magazine as well, correct? Right. Well, actually, we no longer uh, do paperback. We all, we all we are actually all online now because the overhead was a bit much after a while, and then like all of the a lot of the magazines like Jet and a lot of other magazines are are just strictly um, online now. So that's basically where we're geared towards, just completely online. But you can order a book, a magazine, but it's just a little. It costs a little bit more because we're not mm-hmm. you know ordering the whole. A big amount like we used to. So if you buy one individual one, it would be it would be definitely more than the five dollars that we would normally sell it for. Okay, because you have to actually print it. Right. Right. Okay, that that makes sense. That makes sense. I think I've seen um, 
you know, how the creation of some of the online magazines are. That's a really complex, complicated routine. I mean, wow. I mean, you taught yourself how to do this. Yeah, because it also, we are, well, mine also incorporates videos into the magazine itself. Like, it's kind of interactive where uh, certain pages, if it highlights, you can click it, and it'll automatically take you to a video for whatever whatever the, the issue is about or being featured. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the um, the Prince issue we just did, we did an exclusive Prince issue of, of everything was completely about Prince. And a lot, like, out of the 120-some-odd pages, at least 90 of those pages have videos connected to the pages, meaning you can see him in interviews, you can see new videos you've probably never seen, you've never seen before, before uh, things where he's just acting silly or different stuff, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's very mm-hmm. interactive for for the uh, the magazine lover as well as, like, a print lover. They would absolutely love this new issue we just did for print. It, it, it's incredible. Okay. I think we have someone on the line who wants to to ask you a question. So let's see if this person has something to say. Hold on. Okay. Hello. Would you like to ask Egypt a question? Hello. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Hello. So I guess they're just listening because um. It looks like they had to ask a question, but that's okay because I'm really, really, really getting into this whole um, concept of the online magazine, and it's it's so interesting. Now, where do you take this? I mean, you have you have a um, a film company or something like that, also, which enables you yeah. to be able to to do this kind of video videography included in your magazine. Well, actually, the film company is called Young uh, Royalty Enterprises, and we basically shoot <clears throat> uh, all of the uh, the interviews for the Movement Remix. The Movement Remix is basically the online portion of the magazine, and now we just got into shooting like different um, content for network television. And I'm extremely excited about that because that's what I, you know, I write a lot, and um, you know, different things for content for different stories for different shows. And so now I just uh, partnered with uh, five other individuals that, I mean, they're the best at, at what they do. And we all have collaborated together, and now we're about to create this new show. And I don't want to throw it out there just yet, because I, with our fingers crossed, we're actually going to get picked up with network television. But I'm super, super excited about it. And we, co- we are called The Collective, as a, as a collective of five of us, six of us. And I'm just really excited about what, what, what God has in store for us as far as that's concerned. I'm really excited about that. Oh, excellent. Now, my question to you is you have a team. What is, what does your team comprise of? What is your, um, you know, who do you have working for you and how many people? Because I'm trying to let people get an idea of how you make this work for you. Uh, well, basically, um, the team that we, well, we just came together as a team, as a matter of fact. Um, I already, my film company was just the people that I hire as far as, like, that shoot for me, but I'm the one that normally just write everything and, and direct and everything. But what we're doing as the collective, the company collective, which is myself, we have Pastor Amir. He's he's also a chef, a celebrity chef. Uh, we have uh, uh, Binky. He, he just uh, he did Brick City, the movie. He, he was one of the producers on Brick City, the movie. Um, we also have, um, oh, my God, Samantha Boyd. She's an up-to-come writer as well. We have Quincy Q, um, and he is a, a Grammy Award-winning um, uh, producer. 
Uh, we also have uh, Sam. He has a, a management company. So, like, all of us together, we created a, a company called The Collective, and we're putting together content for network television as we speak. And I'm really oh, excited great. about where um, where we're going with this. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. That's excellent. Now, okay, you have – what other projects are you working on now? Are you spinning off any more magazines or, or anything in that arena, or are you moving towards it's, other things? You know, it's so funny that you said that because uh, – we're putting together a, a comedy magazine, as a matter of fact, for Bob Sumner. And Bob Sumner, he, he creates a lot of content for co- comedians across the country. He's on Aspire with um with his um what's the name of his um show? Oh my God, he'll kill me. I can't think of the name the name of him off the top of my head. Please forgive me. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, That's we got. Okay. I, I think I think it's we got next or who got next or something to that effect. That it's this television show that's on um. Maggie Johnson's um, network, network Aspire, and it's incredible as well. So we're going to do a spinoff magazine for that. I mean, I have a, a lot of things this, uh, on the on the table, but a lot of times I don't want to speak on them until they're, they're, they're actually black and white and they're, you know, manifesting themselves because a lot of mm-hmm. times negative energy. I don't, I'm not saying that you're the negative energy. I'm not, I would never say that. <laughs> but I, I just don't put it out there until it's concrete most of the time. So it just works for me. And I understand so. and. I- I be, I agree with you on that one as well. Yeah. You just have to you have to keep it on the cuff until it's time. And that's but I important. Am a speaking, speak, I, I am a believer of speaking things into existence, so I, I absolutely am. And, and I'm just thankful to God at the end of the day, you know, the things that you're putting in my path, because I, and I'm just being obedient right now. So at the same time, I'm excited about everything. I'm excited about having this interview with you, actually, because I don't normally like, talk, like talking about myself. I'm not going to be honest with you. <laughs> well, I'm enjoying it, and I'm learning so much. As you can see, I'm asking all these questions because I'm understanding, well, I'm trying to understand and visualize, and I'm learning at the same time because I think the whole concept of an online magazine with video content in it, I think that is just so, so amazing because I always thought that that would be the best way to bring a magazine to life because when you have the paper magazine, you're flipping pages, but it's nice when you can just click on something and the magazine comes to life. So that's hot. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. But you know what, what differentiates us from the, the actual regular magazine is that, like, for example, we have a different line of questioning. Like, for example, when we interview, like, a, a T.I. or a Tyree, we don't normally ask the questions that normal people would ask, like, oh, when's your album coming out, when's your movie? We're not really interested in that. We want to know what, are they interested in philanthropy or how are they um, helping out their community? What are they doing to, you know what I'm saying, to help you know, an individual that's up and coming. We, we want to know the grassroots things, like underneath the surface of what it is that they're doing within them, their lives and their purpose. Like, are they really walking in their purpose? And those are the things that we want to know about. We, and at the end of the day, of course, if they want to promote what they're doing, we have no problem with promoting that as well, but that's not, the, you know, the, 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 the catalyst for what we're interviewing them for. We, we absolutely want to understand what it is that's making them tick as opposed to, when is the album coming out? That's everybody asks that question. <laughs> yeah, and you know it's interesting because we try to do the same here on the show. We want people to get to know who you are, and we're going to ask right. the questions that the average person would like to know, not someone who's got pre-rehearsed 
um, information in front of them, the standard Absolutely. questions. Because right. Absolutely. we're you know, when you're supporting an artist and you wanna know really why. Right. <laughs> why? I, I hate to, and, and this is why I I can definitely tell that you, you're right about that because you're stumping me with some of the questions. That's why I'm like, Oh my god, I don't know the answer right now. <laughs> so yes. <laughs> the listeners exactly where they can find this magazine. Okay, they can log on to www.themovementmagazine.net and all the magazines there are free. You can just click on to them and it will automatically open up. You can read them right there. It's free to all of the viewers. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And it has abundance of information in those magazines. Like, I mean, when you go through them, I mean, we're going to actually start creating um, different incentives that we're going to incorporate um, in the magazine where we can get, like, different coupons for different things or different free things. We're going to also mm-hmm. start that, but that won't start until the, until the summer. So um, I'm really excited about the direction that the magazine is taking right now. Okay, great. Now, okay, they can find you there. Where else can they find you if they wanted to reach out to you to connect with you to either, you know, have someone, um, have you consider someone for the magazine or or just find out more about, you know, content or give you information? Okay. Well, you can um, email email us at NJ, like New Jersey, NJ, the movement magazine at gmail.com. Uh, they also can um, hit me up on Instagram at Egypt Young. Uh, they can also find me on Facebook at Audrey.Egypt.Young or on Facebook at The Movement Magazine. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter, NJ The Movement. Uh, I'm, I'm on everything. We're on, <laughs> I'm trying to think of them all off the top of my head. Uh, we're also on, um, oh, my goodness. I should know this stuff by now. But <laughs> <laughs> don't apologize. You don't have to apologize. Okay. You know, it's it's difficult to remember everything because you got your hands in so many things. So, oh I mean, you, yes. you've given us a, a wealth of information here. And there's one question that I really, really, really would like to ask. And okay. it is, if you have any words of wisdom to give to young up-and-coming, and, and not even young, but up-and-coming who are interested in doing something, what words of inspiration and wisdom would you give them? Well, my, my, my words of encouragement would be to, if you're serious about what you're trying to do, I, I would encourage you to be very persistent. Don't, don't take no for an answer. Uh, you have to basically research the field that you're trying to be in, study it, understand it, so that you can be ahead of the game when other people, you know, as far as what other people are doing, you can create, you can look at what other people are doing and make a collective effort to make it better than what they are doing uh, uh, and, and just absolutely do not give up because a lot of times once per, a person gets a no, they tend to, you know, get complacent, get, get scared and just don't, you know, follow through with it. No. At the end of the day, somebody's going to say yes, but you got to be persistent. You know what I mean? And, I, and that's, mm-hmm. I, I believe in that. You know what I mean? You can, you can actually create your own life because I, I have done that. Mm-hmm. And, and now, project. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just a place you lived. It's not, a, it's, not, it's not in you. It was just a place you lived. 
Yeah, that's true. But a lot of people feel as though you're from projects. They don't expect you to do well or do good or do anything positive. So at the end of the day, I I, I proved that to be wrong. <laughs> so yeah. you sure did. Now the other thing, and I you know I want to piggyback on your statement. I know that you did not get to where you are by being complacent that you are constantly educating yourself and learning the new technologies that are out. So is that an important component into um, staying relevant is to always keep yourself educated on the things that are going on, especially in an industry you're interested in? Well, that is absolutely important. And it's funny, I'm almost 50 years old, and I'm still going. I'm in school right now <laughs> online, though, but I'm still learning all the different the new techniques because you have to keep up with what's going on. And um, you, you just can't assume that you're going to just know about, like, for example, a new technology that happens. If, if it's going on and if you're not involved in it and understanding what's going on with it, you're going to be left in the dust. So I, I'm trying to create, I understand, like, what's all the new things that's coming out, and I, I'm always wanting to learn. So absolutely. And knowledge is a complete power. I truly believe in that 100% that you have to be knowledgeable of things. Even if you're reading books on your own, you still are learning. You need to continue to learn. Learning is never too, you're never too old to learn, period. <laughs> never. Okay. okay. All right. You know, I, I really would like to be able to have you back on the show again because I really think that um, you, you have such an amazing story to tell. And it is something that I think young girls, especially young girls, they need, they need to know who you are. They need to know you and they need to see what you're doing and how you're doing it because this is so important so that they can know that there are options. There are other ways right. to become successful, and it doesn't have to do with being with someone or in a particular type of environment. And you're showing that this is you are self-made, and this is important. We all need to see this in action, a self-made person, a self-made woman in action, and how she wow. looks. Wow. You know, it's funny that you said that because I just recently got two awards at two different events. And it was pertaining to young um, young entrepreneurial uh, women. One of them was called the Kittypreneur, uh, where um, the young lady uh, from the Housewives had presented me with an award um, for being an entrepreneur. And uh, if you were seeing the, the the young, maybe ten year old, twelve year old entrepreneurs that was there that was being honored. I was so inspired by them and their drive and their tenacity. They were like, I mean, some of these little kids were like um, um, inspirational speakers at 10. When I was 10, I was running around. I didn't have the <laughs> These girls were like, they were incredible. I was extremely inspired by these young, these young kids. And I also was being honored um, over at the um, Girls Live, Laugh, and Love by Allison um, Frizon. She uh, uh, has a company that um, teaches young girls etiquette and different things like that. And she uh, awarded me on this award called the Women Who Clap, myself and Assemblywoman um, Angela from um, Jersey City and, and Congresswoman Gail Chainfield. We all were um, honorees. And it was, it, was, it was like a room full of young ladies. They had their little beautiful gowns on. They were, they were just so, they were soaking up everything that was going on, and I was so inspired, and I was so blessed to be in that room. So for you to bring that up, that's exactly. And this has just happened over the weekend. <laughs> so oh wow, I'm really wow. Yeah, so I'm I'm real excited about that. Like I'm helping mentor these young girls 
So I'm 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 real excited in doing that as well. So yeah, I, I'm I will definitely come back on your show with no without a doubt. Okay, great, great, great. Because I'm gonna try to see if I can get some young girls to come on and talk to you because it's so important to me that our young girls have options. I've seen so many right. things go so terribly wrong and. I think it would be different if they knew that they had options. I just believe that wholeheartedly. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. I agree. Yes, yes. So I would, I hate to have to go, but our time is up. But I have to tell you, I had a wonderful time with you, and I thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. We greatly appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for inviting me on your show, and I tr- thoroughly enjoyed myself <laughs> talking to <with> you. <laughs> Good. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. Okay, and I always give my listeners this last little the spiel, last minute and everything, and I always use my guests as an example because what we try to do is we try to show people that they should follow their dreams and their goals and not try to follow somebody else's because the journey that is plotted for them is not the journey for someone else. And part of that journey is to take care of yourself and you know, believe that you are doing what you need to do and always, 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 always thank your father from above because had it not been for him, there would be no you. And you don't get places by yourself. You always have help. And even if you don't know who the help is, just always say thank you because the universe hears you. Thank you. And they reward you with even more. Yes, God. Yes. (laughs) I received that. Yes. (laughs) So that's that's the one that's the word for tonight to each and every one of you and and I would all I would like to make sure that each and every one of you know that you are a blessing to this universe you're a blessing to this planet so do all that you can to do to make yourself happy and let yourself be happy first so that you can bless others with that happiness be well have a good night and thank you God bless you take care thank you okay all right bye For more content, visit us at the Coco Express Show.com, Blog Talk Radio, 